this season of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations. With me tonight, my co-host, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports but loves <laughs> Christmas, Rowdy. Ho, ho, ho. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop Gentleman, episode 274. Happy holidays. Hey, just after Christmas. How man, are we? Pretty good. I mean, it was a good, good Ate Christmas lots of this sweets. year. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Snoop? How was your Christmas? Oh. Oh, great. It was great. You know, let me, if I, if I can, just reminisce on what happened. Okay. Well, let's hear Sounds it. Sounds like yeah. we got a story here. <clears throat> yeah, I do. And, uh. It might sound a little uh, generic, formal, rehearsed, maybe even <laughs> artificial in some ways. But no, this is what happened. <laughs> it was Christmas morning and my four kids, who will remain unnamed, were all huddled around the tree, <laughs> practically shaking with excitement. I, on the other hand... Was with excrement, cr- did you say? With excitement. I, they, I were sha- they were shaking in their excrement. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, How really else are pa- they going to learn? A, I, on here. the other okay. end, was still trying to shake off the eggnog from the night before. Oh, yeah. As I stumbled out of bed and made my way down to the living room, I could already hear the sound of tearing wrapping paper and squeals of joy. I plopped myself down on the couch and watched as my little angels tore into their presents. <laughs> my oldest got a brand new bike. She's six. My senior middle received the latest video game console, very specific. <laughs> my two-year-old unwrapped a shiny new drum set. Oh, boy. Oh, and my five-month-old was thrilled with her Barbie dream house. <laughs> oh, as, goals. As for me, I received a pair of socks and a fruitcake. But course. it didn't matter because seeing the joy on my kids' faces was all I really wanted for Christmas. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go hide in the garage if I had one, and try to get some peace <laughs> and quiet before the drumming and bike riding commence. Merry Christmas, guys. Hey, it was a re- yeah. It, I mean, it was a real sound, one. sounded great. Wow. Man, eating fruitcake in the garage while your oldest is riding her bike on solid ice. Sounds <laughs> awesome. Sounds great, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and we all survived well, uh, Winter Storm Elliot, huh? Yeah. Can I, can I be Snow honest? Snowpocalypse. Yeah, you can be honest. I was. <laughs> Everything we've said so far is a lie. What? We're, yeah, we're recording this on. Well, it's after midnight, so technically it's December twenty second now. Uh-huh. Um, but we figured we'd knock this out and uh, and used AI to write Snoop's um, reminiscences about his wonderful Christmas morning. Future um, memories. Future which, memories. Yeah, his future memories, yeah. <laughs> uh, when, yeah, the jury is still out on whether or not we will survive uh, Tropical Storm Elliot. Not a tropical That's storm. True. Tropical Having storm. Having a heat wave. <laughs> <If only. laughs> a oh. tropical heat wave. You schmuck. No, I'm looking forward to <laughs> it. I think, like, right, right now I it feels of... pretty good, but it's going to be, like, what, negative 30, negative 40, 50 yep. degrees? Yep. Wind chill? Yep, yeah, sure sounds is. Sounds great. I got to get on my uh, holiday movie regimen. I haven't watched nary, I have watched nary a holiday movie. I usually watch Home Alone and both Grumpy Old Men. Oh, question. Why didn't well, you watch both Home Alones? There's only one Home Alone. Yeah. You, there's only there, one you, Home there's Alone. There's two Grumpy Old Men. One is, yeah. is uh, winter related and the other is, you know, 
the summer, August, I guess. Oh, that's true. The other one is summer, isn't but it? But you, you really get a full But that has Sophia Loren, so. Yeah, yeah. Looks like yeah. Melody landed herself another husband. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Bake question. shop. Uh, <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rigetti. Your spaghetti Rigetti's yeah. cousin. Uh, hey, question for you guys. Yeah. How do you define a holiday movie? How do I what? what? How do you define it? What, def- what, d- like, for instance. I don't feel, oh, well, I don't feel like that's my job. <laughs> okay. Hey, how about, how about if I preface it with this? How about a thought experiment? Thought experiment. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, there we go. There we go. <laughs> how do you, how do you define a holiday movie? It's oh. Christmas in the movie. It just in the movie, right? It doesn't have yeah. to be like, it, th- there is some aspect of Christmas, whether that's, People getting together, going back to your hometown, meeting uh, a, a divorced um, tree what? farm owner. Yeah, what who's is handsome. that? What is that? I, I don't. I we don't have to what? really get into it, but I don't understand that phenomena of like Which the phenomena? the Hallmark, the Hallmark oh, Christmas Hallmark's movies, trash. like. Mm-hmm. Because now it's like all of the different streaming services too. There's like whole sections where it's just like, but they all are the same like I don't I, yeah. I I don't know that's a genre there's a lot of genres of movies that I watch that a lot of people are probably like well that's it's a lot of kung fu movies uh, does Hallmark wow. have wow inter- sir does that Hallmark a- have interracial couples yet yeah oh, for sure for sure no you're thinking oh, now of they Cam- do you're thinking oh of yeah Candace Cameron. but Cam Candace Cameron is like eh well, yeah I'm gonna start my own network uh yeah, yeah. we're we're yeah yeah she's dreaming of a white Christmas Candace Cameron has, is that yeah. with two Ks just missing the third? Yeah. It's a uh, crystal knock for her. Yeah. <laughs> Night of the long knives, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you said Christmas. I misheard that. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you, Reed, you think Christmas, it, like, it doesn't have to be ho, ho, ho. Christmas. It doesn't have to be elf. It doesn't have to have Santa, but it has to involve in some manner the Christmas or holiday winter season, right? Like like Enemy at the Gates. Yes. Like, ho- like Die Hard. Well, that's what I like. Die Hard has a to me a presence uh, of Christmas because he's it's family oriented. He's trying to get back to his family, which is and I know it's a Thanksgiving movie, planes, trains, and automobiles. Home Alone. Home Alone has really nothing to do with Christmas except that somebody tra- is traveling for the holiday and then coming back trying to get to their family. I mean, and how is it's that full different of Christmas, than Christmas. It's full of Christmas music. And Bells will be ringing. many of the booby traps are Christmas-oriented. Like the barbecue starter? No, like the uh, ornaments under the window. Right, right, right. But I think that that, that, that was a... Those were booby traps of convenience. But the whole reason he's home alone is because of Christmas. Right, yeah. which is, but it's, yeah, that's why I'm saying it's a Christmas movie. Because yeah. the yeah. context is Christmas, but not necessarily, like, it doesn't have anything to do with necessarily with, directly with, we're celebrating a holiday. It's actually. Uh, it's, yeah, it is. It's about reconnecting with your family. Which is what Die Hard is about, which is why I would say Die Hard's a Christmas yeah. movie. What about, uh, oh, I don't know. What about Rambo First Blood? Absolutely. Is this yeah. set in the winter? 
uh, the, uh, he's, the winter of his discontent. What about The Shining? Yeah. That's kind of about reconnecting with your family. There you go. Yeah, for sure. There you yeah. go. Reconnecting with an, with an axe. Mm-hmm. So one thing that got me thinking about this is my wife, my wife, always likes to watch While You Were Sleeping during what is the that? holidays. It's the Sandra Bullock that? vehicle with Peter Gallagher. I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, oh, Sandra Bullock. Oh, this was my era of blockbuster. Now yeah. this is coming back. I can see the box. Oh, coming. Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman's in it. Yeah, great actor. He's okay. dead. <laughs> no, he's not no, dead. That's Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Oh. The one, yeah, Bill Paxton, my the bad. one who experienced 9/11. Uh, on a submarine on the deck of the Titanic having one. Oh, that's James right. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. That's the same way I did it. Yeah. No, it was, I was asleep on a couch in Dunhall when I didn't live in Dunhall. I was a dorm. No, before. that's when we lived together when yeah. 9-11 happened, yeah. But she likes to watch While You Were Sleeping, which is a movie about a CTA agent, a Chicago Transit Authority agent, toll taker uh, on the L, who saves a man after he falls on in on the platform, who she quote unquote has fallen in love with. He's in a coma. She fa- she convinces the family that she's the fiance, and they take uh, her in. But then she ends up falling for pretty the, for the brother. Right? It's very nineties, right? But it all takes place around Christmas, and that's the whole reason that all the families together. She's invited to a lot of the parties and the events because of Christmas. That's why it's happening. And you probably are into it because it's set in Chicago, like Home Alone, at Christmas. Right, right. It's not a documentary like Home Alone is, but yeah, it takes place. uh, Actually, downtown Chicago versus, I think it's Arlington Heights is where, where Home Alone is. But I would consider, I've always considered while you were sleeping... A Christmas movie because of the fact that it, all of the family is together and why all these events are happening, is because of the holidays. Sure, I I remember this movie now. It's not as good as Hope Floats. <laughs> if we're talking Sandra Bullock vehicles. <laughs> but you know, okay. I don't know. I would no. I would uh, Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, the Bill Pullman. I would say I got Bill Pullman in that one. Oh my, sir! Hope floats is a little later. I remember when we got Hope floats at the Blockbuster. So uh, yeah, dude. For those of you who don't remember what Blockbusters are, they were a video store. Videos were magnetic tape that you could (laughs) rent, take home. VHS. you would you could rent it for a night for three dollars and seventy seven cents, and then we would charge you two ninety nine a night if you didn't return it. Uh, yeah, it was a great model. They made uh, something like a uh, hundred million dollars a quarter on late fees. Yeah, and then they got a class action lawsuit. Got sued. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then Sumner Redstone had to give all that money back. And then um, they also scoffed at Netflix instead of buying it when they could have. Right. And now they're out of business. And now they're gone. <laughs> yeah. What about um, Wind River? Would you say that's a Christmas movie? Yeah. Okay. It's windy. Pretty, pretty Wait, snowy. Rivery. Wait. Wind River, like the whole. Wait. Like the. the are you the talking Hurt about Locker the Taylor? Dude. The Taylor Sheridan movie? Yeah, uh, we're going to mention him in every podcast now. Hurt yeah. Locker, dude. I, I don't mind. It's part of his trip. I mean, Yellowstone, yeah, Yellowstone has such D- a big following. I figure if we, if we mentioned him, snow. yeah, if Idaho. we mentioned him in every podcast, maybe like 
that'll just increase the uh, the number of listeners every the algorithm every time yeah every time we mention Taylor Sheridan Taylor Sheridan Taylor Sheridan Yellowstone Yellowstone Kevin I Costner. would say I would say this uh, I have two answers to that one About is a water world didn't ask one no the just because it's snowy I wouldn't call it a Christmas movie oh two. so the hate the hateful eight's not one either. No. Ouch. <laughs> All right. What about the day after tomorrow? Or the postman. What about uh, Cool Runnings? Yeah. Oh, sure. hell yeah. For I sure. I think you're a little loosey-goosey on your definitions, but I'm not yeah. here to judge hey. you. Two, I would say uh, Wind River is the worst of the trilogy. Yeah, I would agree. Sicario. What are the other two? Sicario, Sicario. Hell or High Water, and Wind River. Yeah. I liked Wind River. I don't I, remember Sicario. It was it was good. I just Hell or High Water. I, Hell or High Water was awesome. It's been ages since I've seen Sicario, but yeah. Sicario makes me nervous. Sicario is like a very intense movie. Hell or High Water is the best character driven. Yeah. Movie of the three. Yeah. Sicario makes me. Oh man. Just think. I have about to that watch movie. that. But again. I tell you why. You that. really can't go wrong with any Taylor Sheridan uh, yeah. joint. They're good. I mean, Can you say anything I'll, I'll, else about it to help the algorithm? Well, we we could, because all because because like I think eight, yeah, nineteen twenty eight. Yeah, yeah. That Har- Harrison Ford is in that one. That's got me intrigued. I've not, I've not watched any of those. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't either. Yeah, I think that one's new. I don't know when that that one's out yet. So we so we're Rowdy. Your definition of a holiday movie is: Does it have snow? Sure. Christmas movie. Christmas movie. That's does different. it does it make you feel Christmassy? I don't know. Does Wind River make you feel Christmassy? And yeah, not particularly. <laughs> That's, but I was wondering since you're such I a big would, I Taylor Sheridan fan, I, I I didn't know if that if if that yeah. would fit the bill for you. It doesn't. It doesn't. Reed, you're saying it's got to have some aspects of the holiday, the Christmas holiday. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you. It doesn't have to be specific to any certain mythology, but it has to have that upcoming home feel to it mm-hmm. i agree very good well this is a sports podcast so let's talk about jesus hey rowdy no, this <laughs> <laughs> yeah how about some sports praise him <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> so i thought you know we've we've we know who the reason for the season is and we and we Joe know DiMaggio. We and we spend no. all this okay. time, uh, you know, for those who choose to celebrate in this particular way, uh, you know, setting up nativity sets with all the characters who, you know, don't actually all appear in the same story in the same gospel. You know, the sh- those shepherds and those wise men never actually met. They were different, late to the game. Different, different, those different wise men. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Different gospels. Also, yeah. Those wise men probably came up when Jesus was a toddler. Yeah. At least months later. Yeah, but I digress. Um, but we don't really hear much about. We basically have those stories. We have the Christmas story, and then we have Jesus when he's like. Wait, the Christmas story, like the kid and the rabbit outfit. Yeah, when Jesus gets the Red Rider BB gun. All, uh, all, um, everyone else pays cash. All others pay cash. In God we trust. All others pay cash. Great book. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we don't really have any. There's, there's the missing years. We don't have anything from basically uh, birth. We've got like I think a story when he's like twelve, 
-hmm. and then and then we jump to he's like 30 and so what happens in 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 this missing period of time and so we've got some different um apocryphal apocryphal stories so the, one of the one of the big ones is the infancy gospel of Thomas. This is one. Oh yeah, baby. If you've never read it, this is this is from the. Uh, if you've never read it, it's a banger. It, it is. is it kind of is. It's super. <laughs> it's it's short and sweet. Uh-huh. Uh, this I mean this was around probably between like the year 150 and 180. So, you know we're talking, um, you know. 100, 120 to 150 years after Jesus, that this story and about was 70 years was around. after the the um, the other gospels, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Those were about 80, yeah. 75 or 80, I think. Yeah, and so this and this is kind of designed. If you read it, it's kind of designed to like slot right into the Gospel of Luke to fill in this gap between yeah. the birth and. Uh, Jesus when he's when he's 12 and so we have all these different incidents like when Jesus is five and he is just you know playing in a creek and uh, takes some mud and makes some makes like a dozen little mud sparrows gullums and as people are watching him he uh, he he uh, people are like well why are you doing this it's the Sabbath you shouldn't be doing this you shouldn't be making people on the Sabbath well, no, you're just making little birds, Man, and then he, but then he I, claps if I his hands. Taken that advice. Whew. Well, he claps his hands though, and then they fly away, come to life, and Magic. then uh, and then another boy came up and was like, he, Jesus had made all these little pools of of water, and so this kid comes up and and just basically takes a stick and breaks up the pools, so Jesus does what anybody would do. Um, he paralyzes he the kid. That child. No, he pa- he oh. just paral he paralyzes him, um, <laughs> and uh, and then as Joseph is like, uh, we gotta the get kid out of found here. Out. Yeah, Joseph is pulling him away, and then a- another kid bumps into Jesus's shoulder, and uh, well, Jesus uh, makes sure that kid drops dead. So this goes on and on, and in there the, one where he the, pushes the, a kid off the roof of a house and he dies. Well, he doesn't push the kid. This is his buddy Zeno. Oh. He and he, Jesus and Zeno, they're up on, uh, yeah, they're up on a roof, and one yeah. of the boys just fell off and died. Oh. And okay. all the other kids were like, fell off. W- w- yeah, yeah, the other kids were like, Air we're out of here, and left Jesus standing there on his own. So oh, then okay. the parents come out and they're like, you pushed our son off the roof. And Jesus is like, no, no, I didn't. And so then Jesus is like, okay, well, Zeno, uh, stand up and tell everybody if I pushed you or not. And Zeno gets up and he's like, no, you didn't, Lord. Um, oh, call him like, Lord. Yeah, and then he's like, okay, now go back to sleep. <laughs> oh, and then he so, killed him? Yeah, oh, I get. I mean, either that Damn. or maybe he was just resting. It's not very clear. He just says, now go back to sleep. This and it says the child's parents glorified God and worshiped the boy Jesus. I've never read this this uh, Gospel of Thomas, but it is um, it, it is confirming a lot of what I thought about Jesus's adolescent years. Is that he like fancies himself quite the trickster? Well, he's not adolescent. Like, this is this is we're talking. So we we this this we hear Jesus at age five. Okay. And then we hear Jesus at age seven. 
and then okay, eight. Okay, so pre-adolescence. Okay. And then and then he's 12. testing his powers, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but this is what I've always suspected. Yeah. And the reason that I've always suspected that Jesus was kind of a prankster, and like these stories weren't fit to print as the you know uh, commissions to have decided, is because. Uh, he was a prankster, and like you couldn't, you couldn't write this. The reason I thought this was because when you jump out, if you're hiding behind a door, you jump out at somebody, you scare them. Ah! What do they yell? You scared the bejesus out of me. Exactly. They're like Jesus. So I think that came from the fact that Jesus was a, a, pl- a prankster. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's well, pretty he could good. also he could also be helpful when he was eight. Uh, you know, Joseph, his. <laughs> I think that that's two sentences. His stepdad. His stepdad, yeah. <laughs> he's a carpenter. And so um, he, was, he was trying to uh, work on this thing for a rich man. And one side was shorter than the other. And Joseph was like, oh, great. Like, if I can't get this figured out, I'm going to be in trouble. So Jesus is like, okay, well... Let me, let me take a, a crack at this. So then he just holds the short plank and then just stretches the wood and makes it the same length. And then he's like, okay, now you can make it the way you want it. That's not a miracle. I mean, it kind of is if, you, if you're if you on the hook to deliver a plow or something to some rich guy. I mean, that's kind of a miracle. This kind of feels like Jesus is David Copperfield or something. I mean, kind of. Yeah. He, yeah. Um, teachers, oh, the teacher stories are great. He's got all these stories where different teachers are like, oh, I can, I can help your son. Like, I can help him learn. And then he goes to school and then, the t- and then basically just is the worst student ever and leaves all these teachers just essentially ripping out their hair because they're just like, or, or dead. Um, I mean, it's, it's great. So, yeah, the Infancy Gospel of Thomas, it's, it's worth the read. It's For very sure. old, but even in like the early, early writings, uh, people were like, yeah, this is like obviously like not part of the real story. But hey, it's fun to read. But there's still, even with this, like accurate. I said, there's like <laughs> age five, we got age five, we got age seven, we got age eight, and then we jumped to 12. We got some missing years. But this is where it gets interesting, and this is where it kind of ties in a little bit to this podcast, because we have uh-huh. the Gospel of Infancy, which was translated into Armenian from an older Syriac original. Syriac. And this tells the story about Jesus at age nine. We're filling in some gaps here. And now Jesus, when he's nine, because like you do, you when you when your kid's nine, you apprentice them. Uh, so Jesus. Yeah, obviously they grew up in my house. Yeah. Yeah. So Jesus gets apprenticed to a master dyer named Israel, mm. and so this is in the town of Tiberias, right on the shores of the Sea of Galilee. So Israel tells Jesus, "Hey, I have to go out. I've got to collect different clothes to dye." While I'm gone, you stay in my house and you watch over everything, but don't leave the house. So what happens as soon as Israel leaves the house? What do you think little prankster Jesus does? He pushes somebody off the roof. No, 
but he leaves the house and goes out to play with the other boys. That SOB. And so now I'm going to quote. This is a translation from Dr. Abraham Terrian, who was the one, or Terrian, I don't know how you say it, but he's the one who kind of rediscovered this and retranslated this. Mm-hmm. So it says, Jesus would take the boys to the seashore and carrying the playing ball and the club, he would go over the waves of the sea as though he was playing on a frozen surface, hitting the playing ball. And watching him, the boys would scream and say, Watch the child Jesus, what he does over the waves of the sea. And many would gather there, and watching him would be amazed. Jesus was the first baseball player. Jesus invented baseball. Now, Rowdy, you said this was when Jesus was nine. Nine. How many baseball players are there on the field? It just says the boys. No, he's just but got how his, many? He's got his but, boys. But how but many how, now? How many baseball oh. players now are on the field? <laughs> is it not? It is nine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Boo yeah. Whoa. What? <laughs> so this, you know, we had that whole story. Of, I don't know, several episodes ago about the origins of baseball. Uh-huh. And the oh, put I remember. And the theosophists, uh-huh. how the yeah, theosophists boy. tried to hijack the story of baseball Dude. to weave it into their own narrative. My head's still spinning, yeah. So go back and listen to that because, I mean, there's, <laughs> normally, a, lot of, there's a lot of twists and turns. Normally when we say go back and listen to that, we, I, I would, in my mind, I'm like, don't, don't go back and listen to that. Well, but that in was this interesting. Case, that was a great episode. Hey, thank you. Yeah, if we paid nice more job. attention, we'd tell you what episode number it was, but we have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, hey, I'll look that up. <laughs> it's you in maybe talking. the 260s or something. It's one of the an- angelic numbers. Yeah. So That's true. Every, every, number, every number is an age, angel number, <laughs> if you agree with what it says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so what do you think? I mean, G- uh, we, hear, we hear about Jesus. It says he's carrying the playing ball and the yeah. club, and then he's hitting the playing ball uh-huh. on the frozen surface of, well, it's not the frozen surface. He's, he's it's just the waves of the sea. He's walking on water as a nine-year-old yeah. playing baseball, and the other kids are just like, wow, toss the ball to Jesus out there. This is crazy. Look at this guy. He's the first baseball player. Or I That's guess wild. if you're British or Indian, you might say cricket, like whatever. It's baseball. He's playing baseball on the Sea of Galilee at nine years old. That checks out for a lot That's of reasons. But the, I mean, the kind of the crazy thing though is like bat, like games, like cricket was not invented until. So it it was probably I don't know around the year like it'd be around like the the 900s or the or the thousands in England because it was like Saxon and Norman times and we don't have a written reference to to cricket until 1598 that's the first reference huh and then there's other stories in India where similar games might have been played around like the 8th century but what we're talking here this this manuscript was translated from Syriac to Armenian in the 6th century from an older original so the the very first mention of a game like baseball could have been put having jesus at bat it's a it's a holy game 
Episode what do you 267. Think, Jesus? 267, that's what, okay, so 267, check that out if you want to hear some more backstory on the Theosophist's claim to the origins of baseball. Okay. But Sorry, Reed, I cut you off, what were you saying? Uh, I don't remember. Did Jesus oh. create baseball? Yes. It's a perfect I think, game. I mean, I think so. Yeah, or oh, cricket. It's, yeah, it's the beautiful game, or no, that's soccer, it's the beautiful game. It's the America's right. pastime. But yeah, yeah, I mean, Jesus now that you're talking America. about this, we've got. And it Jesus makes sense why we've got America. Yeah, we've got nines, we've got threes, we've got all these number. And nine uh, plus three is twelve, and there was twelve disciples. Twelve disciples. Oh my goodness! Yeah, lots of symbolism here. Yeah, and the baseball diamond—it's only shaped like a diamond if you trace the way the runners are running. If you if you trace it where the bases actually are, it's a cross. Right, but think about. Think about what happened to Jesus. Uh, in, on Easter, he uh, he died and he was crucified after three days. Well, you were at home. No, he was he was crucified no. and then was he, dead for three he days. Was, he he resurrected on Easter. Yeah, he wasn't. Cru- yeah, he wasn't crucified. Well, you know what I'm three saying. Days. Three three days. That's what he, we're focused on. He about. died and then three days later they crucified him. It was. But yes, that's just exactly. because on the solstice the sun stays put for three days and then starts to rise no. again. But listen to what I'm saying right now. Sorry, about we got baseball. a we got a resident wick in here. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying about baseball. <laughs> listen to what I'm saying about baseball. He was at yeah. home after three, three days. Three days. Oh, first base, second base, third base. He returned. He goes home. Three oh, three outs. My goodness. He ascends to the plate. Yeah, yeah. So there's, there's offering plates. You pass around plates at church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joel Osteen takes that money and puts it behind a toilet. Puts it behind the urinal. Which is probably checks, a lost gospel. Checks and all. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to unpack. There is a lot. Yeah. When you make more, it up more like than this I'd on even the fly, consider. it's a lot to unpack. It mm-hmm. really is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Yeah. But I think I it know. makes a lot more sense when I when I. When I think about baseball, first off, let's point out that he didn't create football or soccer or basketball. That was James Naismith. Right. But I think about baseball as a sport with, uh, that uh, transcends time, mm. much like something on uh, the, the, the celestial plane would, right? Because there's no, there's no time limit to baseball. There's only, mm. uh, there's only the limit of how many opportunities you have. Much like what's life. Your, what's your favorite baseball team, Rowdy? The Angels. Oh yeah. my <laughs> There you go. Yeah. Is it all coming it's all together? Lining up? It sure is. Jesus, Jesus of Anaheim. <laughs> well, I want to buy a copy because you can you can actually buy Oxford University Press has published this uh, Dr. Abraham Turian, uh his translation of the infancy, the Armenian infancy gospel, but it's like 150 bucks. So. I got a, I got a copy of uh, the gospel of uh, Thomas, if you want to read it, and the gospel of uh, Judas, and the gospel oh, yeah. of Mary. You got all the, you got all the Gnostic stuff. That's right, the magic. Yeah, that stuff's wild. What I was, yeah, I was just, I when you said that, read it made me think of something. It, the Los Angeles means city, city of, angels. of angels. City yeah. of angels. So it's, so it's the city of angels. Angels. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hmm. Of, Anaheim. <laughs> of, a- of Anaheim. Of Anaheim. The city of angels, angels of Anaheim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, well, that's what, that's that's really all I had. I just I I I. What's the What's the team in San Diego, I, Rowdy? The Padres. Uh-huh. Right? Am go. I right about that? The fathers? Yeah. Our yep. father heart in San Diego. Hmm. Hallowed be thy name. Yeah. And really, the original after Christians, this, like the I Catholics. said, then, then we skip ahead to age 12. And Is that when he with, rode with the, the Boro through the palms? No. That's, no. 12 was, he old, 12 he was, was older 12 than was when he, tw- We pick back up when he was 12. That's when he was, he went to the Passover in Israel, or in Jerusalem, and... His parents are like, oh, is Jesus not with you? I thought he was with you. As they're like on their journey back home and and then they go back and then they find him in the temple and he's like teaching the teachers in the temple. And everyone's just like, wow, this 12 year old's wild. That's that. But then (laughs) this 12 year old's wilding out up here. Yeah. (laughs) But then if you want to know what happens after that, the, the only thing I can recommend to you is. If you want to know what happens after after age twelve, you gotta you gotta check out uh, the song "Jesus: The Missing Years" by John Prine on his album "Missing Years." Yeah, where he goes to. Oh yeah, it's good. Goes to France. He goes to Spain. Goes to Italy. Yeah. Um, all over the place. Talks about rebel without a cause. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole it's a whole journey. But Maybe that'll play us out this week. Reed, do you have any final thoughts about Jesus? <laughs> uh, yeah, or, or final thoughts about, baseball, thoughts about baseball baseball being the most blessed game. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, and I would say the majority of baseball players come from Catholic countries. So it also so it makes is a very sense. religious mm. sport. Mm. And it would also make more sense than if somebody after the World Series or any game and they, they, they uh, interview them, they're like, hey, what happened in that game? And they say, well, first and foremost, I want to thank God. Yeah. In baseball, that would actually make sense. Yeah. And how many games are in, a, in the World Series, Rowdy? Uh, no idea. Seven. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. I've heard that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Seven's a pretty oh. big number in Christianity, right? Uh-huh. 162 oh. games in a season. One plus six plus two is nine. Boom. This was nine when he created... Baseball. Uh-huh. With the boys. With the boys. Just, yeah, bopping with the boys on the beach. <laughs> Ma- smashing Just dingers. Walking on water and smashing dingers. <laughs> yeah. You want to see me pick. slap this dong? <laughs> I just want to know what happened <laughs> when the, the when, when the when his uh, when the dyer came back and saw that Jesus was out uh, playing baseball out on out on the on the waves when he was supposed to be in the house. I want to find out. Did Jesus get in trouble? Did he kill the dyer? I don't know. I'm not going to pay $150 to read this translation from Oxford University Press. Heck but no. I mean, if somebody has a PDF they want to share, I'd yeah. check that out. If your name is X Library and you want to share that, let us know. Yeah, come on, baby. Bring it back. R.I.P. R.I.P. Bring it back. Well, that's it. We did it. We did sports. Kind of. Was it sports? I don't know. Hard to say. I mean, yeah. What, it was what everything. Is it? What isn't sports nowadays? As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Junior Minister of Sound, Ralphie, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, Sellerman, Sean, 
the honorary ball boy this week is? Three of them this week. We're going with the wise men because they got the dopest <laughs> Christmas carol. All right. <laughs> really? That's you, really? That's your favorite? We Three Kings is the dopest Christmas song. That's pretty dope. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Silent Night's That's a good one, That's an interesting too. choice. But I like We Three Kings. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's Plus, good. The, you know, they're late, but they saw the star. You know, camels can't move real fast, and they had to bring that <laughs> myrrh and frankincense and all that, you know, so it took them a while. Yeah. They had to get packed and ready to go. It was well, nice they, that they brought gifts. Yeah. yeah right? They had to nice smoke that gifts. rubber cigar. So, yeah. Sorry we're late. <laughs> sorry we're late. Hey, we're late, but we, uh, brought, a, we brought a bunch of we dope smoked, gifts. We, yeah, we smoked this rubber cigar and passed out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, sorry, you're a toddler now. You, but by the way, you better get to Egypt because Herod's killing all these babies. So yeah. it's time to ski-daddle. <laughs> Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sportsportsportspod at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? Jesus. The Missing Years. It was raining. It was cold. West Bethlehem was no place for a 12-year-old. So he packed his bag and he headed out to find out what the world's about. He went to France, he went to Spain. He found love, he found pain. He found stores, so he started a shop. He had no money, so he got in trouble with a cop. Kids in trouble with the cops from Israel didn't have no home. So he cut his hair and moved to Rome. It was there he met his Irish bride. They rented a flat on the Lower East Side of Rome. Italy, that is. Music publishers, book binders, Bible belters, swimming pools, orgies, and lots of pretty Italian chicks. Charlie bought some popcorn, Billy bought a car. Someone almost bought the farm, but they didn't go that far. Things shut down at midnight, at least round here they do. Cause we all reside down the block inside at 23 Skidoo. Wine was flowing, so were beers. So Jesus found his missing years. He went to a dance and said, this don't move me. He hiked up his pants and he went to a movie. On his 13th birthday, he saw a rebel without a cause. He went straight on home and invented Santa Claus, who gave him a gift and he responded in kind. He gave the gift of love and went out of his mind. You see, uh, him and the wife wasn't getting along. So he took out his guitar and he wrote a song called The Dove of Love fell off the perch, but he couldn't
couldn't get divorced in the Catholic Church. At least not back then, anyhow. Jesus was a good guy. He didn't need this shit. So he took a pill with a Coca-Cola, and he swallowed it. He discovered the Beatles, and he recorded with the Stones. Once he even opened up a three-way package for old George Jones. Charlie bought the popcorn. Billy bought a car. Someone almost bought the farm, but they didn't go that far. Things shut down at midnight. At least round here they do. Cause we all reside down the block inside it. 23's could do The years passed by like sweet little days With babies crying pork chops and Beaujolais When he woke up he was 17 The world was angry The world was mean While the man down the street And the kid on the stoop All agreed to life stank all the world smell like poop. Baby poop, that is. The worst kind. So he grew his hair long and he threw away his comb. Headed back to Jerusalem to find mom and dad and home. But when he got there, the cupboard was bare, except for an old black man with a fishing rod. He said, what you gonna be when you grow up? Jesus said, God. God, what have I got myself into? I'm a human corkscrew and all my wine is blood. They're gonna kill me, Mama. They don't like me bad. So Jesus went to heaven. He went there awful quick. All them people killed him. He wasn't even sick. So come and gather around me. My contemporary peers, and I'll tell you all the story of Jesus, the missing years. Charlie bought some popcorn, Billy bought a car, someone almost bought the farm, but they didn't go that far. And things shut down at midnight, at least round here they do. Cause we all reside down the block inside at 23's do. We all reside down the block inside at 23's do.